What's good, people? It's your boy Justice Falls, and welcome back to the greatest podcast you've never heard of The Justice Falls Experiment. All right, so this is the second pod in the new crib. Um, We're going to talk about that later. But um, we got some hot, hot, hot topics to discuss. But uh, first, I just want to let you guys know, if it's your first time listening to the podcast, welcome, of course. And uh, I'm Justice Falls. You can find me on uh, all social medias, on Instagram under JusticeXFalls underscore, on Twitter under Impart underscore Justice, I-M-P-A-R-T underscore Justice on YouTube. Subscribe to my gaming channel. We getting back. We revamped. We revamped. I might do some rebranding. That's also uh, YouTube.com slash C forward slash C forward slash forward slash Justice X Falls. So follow me there. I'm also on Twitch under Justice X Falls. And I'm also on Facebook Game under Justice X Falls. My schedule is uh, Wednesday, Thursday. So I'm going to be streaming today after I record this um, from 7 to 10. Currently, we're playing uh, Marvel Guardians of the Galaxy. Come through, um, talk some shit. You already know. Um, and uh, Twitch, we're doing uh, Kinder Bridge of Spirits uh, also on third or Friday and Saturday, um, seven to ten. So pull up, pull up, pull up. All right. So let's get into these topics. Um, first, we're gonna start with some sad, some sad news. Um, one of my favorite wrestlers growing up, and somebody that. I looked up to as a personality and as a professional, you know, and as a performer um, would be Mr. Scott Hall. Scott Hall was, I know a lot of y'all used to watch wrestling or your parents used to watch or somebody in your family, you know, watch wrestling and they know who Scott Hall is. Um, He was a professional wrestler. He wrestled uh, in the WWE and the WCW. It was called WWF back then when he was wrestling. And then I don't think they wrestled in the WWE era. They made TV appearances, but he was a part of first the uh, the click where Triple H, uh, well we we know as X Pac, but he was one two three kid, or you call him Sean Waltman because he go by many names. He went by six one two three kid X Pac, you know, um, Triple H and Shawn Michaels. So Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash. They broke the fourth wall of wrestling. They broke kayfabe, and they they threw up the hand sign, the the the, the hand sign, which you know, which became known as like the Wolf later when they did the Wolf Pack, and it's been taken over ever since. Uh, there's been other wrestling groups that have copied the signs, such as um the Bullet Club. Um, if you're really into wrestling, do you know who the Bullet Club is? It started out in Japan. Um, Finn Balor was the was the founder of that, and many wrestlers came through. Even AJ Styles. Kenny Omega, the the Good Brothers. Um, I'm probably getting too deep into the wrestling for y'all. As y'all can tell, I'm a really huge wrestling fan. Um, I recently bought the WWE 2K22, and I can't wait to play it because they hadn't come out with a game in two years because WWE 2K20 was that bad. But getting back to Mr. Hall, he was born on March 14th, 20. No, he was he died on March 14th, 2022 in Marietta, Georgia. Um, uh, he was 63 years old. He had a, uh, heart condition. You know, he had a, a long life of, um, there was a lot of alcohol and drug abuse, you know, and that's, 
unfortunately common throughout uh the wrestling world um especially back then i don't know now it's probably more clean because they have a wellness program but back then when he was wrestling it was just it wasn't like that so you know um he was one of the greatest characters razor ramon was one of his great characters uh and then after a while he just decided to be himself scott hall that's a cool name like just as a regular name your name was scott hall like that sounds like a wrestler name you know, so he died when he was 63. He was one of the greatest intercontinental champions. That's one of the most prestigious championships you can win in the WWE. He was one of the, known as one of the great intercontinental champions back in the day. Um, he was a part of the greatest, arguably the greatest faction ever in wrestling that, and definitely most influential, definitely most influential, which was the NWO. You know, he was, in, he was, they first, him and, him and Kevin Nash's other partner came in as a, a tag team. They were known as the Outsiders, and then they started adding other people. Then they came with the NWO. Hulk Hogan ended up joining and turning heel, which is turning from a good guy to a bad guy. And that was a huge thing in wrestling because you never thought you'd see Hulk Hogan be a bad guy. And that was what started the um, a flow of guys just, you know, turning from – the good guy to the bad guy, you know, there was no such thing as like turning back then. Like if you were a good guy, you were a good guy. If you were a bad guy, you were a bad guy, but they took the biggest good guy in the world, turned him bad, joined the NWO, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. It was never, they smoked the game. Like it, it, it was good times. You know, it's, it's sad to see somebody go out like that. Cause I know he was getting help. He was getting rehab, but he did relapse. I think last year or the year before that. So, you know, you know, that, that addiction, that addiction is crazy. You know, so, just because you can sit there and say, oh, I can quit when I want. No, you can't. That's what every addict says. You know what I'm saying? I would hate to see some hear somebody listening to this that turned out and died from, you know, addiction as uh, Scott did, you know. But he lived a long, fruitful life, 63 years old. Some people will still say that's too young. I'll say that's also too young. I feel like he had a lot more life left than him, you know. But, you know, he was inducted into the, the WWE Hall of Fame and all of that. And twice, actually, one for NWO, then one, or was it three times? Because it was one for Scott Hall, one for Razor Ramon, and I think one for NWO. So he's in the Hall of Fame like three different times. Yeah, like kind of like there's a lot of guys like that with in the Hall of Fame three different times for different characters and, and being in certain factions and stuff like that. Factions is like a, a stable, like a tag team group, like a group or whatever. Y'all know like DX. Okay, I can say DX because y'all might not remember NWO, but y'all remember DX. At least some of y'all remember DX, like with Shawn Michaels and Shawn Michaels, Triple H, X-Pac, you know, Road Dog, um, China, and Billy Gunn, you know. Um, but yeah, so shout out to his family. You know, he had um, he had he has two kids, uh, Cody Taylor Hall, Cassidy Hall. Cody, um, I think he tried to wrestle, but it didn't work out. Um, he worked in uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. You know, and he was a member of the Bullet Club for a little while, which makes sense, you know. And I know he's devastated, but he will carry on his dad's legacy. And he also has a, um, he also has a, a daughter, Cassidy Hall. She's she's not, she's not really uh, into wrestling. You know, she's living her regular life. But um, yeah, you know, shout out to Scott Hall. You know, he was, he was one of the greats. 
All right, next we're going to talk about the Kanye three-part documentary on Netflix called Genius. I, I, I'm a huge Kanye fan. I kind of fell out with him in recent years because he's been wilding, but I understand why he's been wilding, you know, like, you know, in that in that world, you got to get used to people playing with you and disrespecting you and things of that nature, and it's and it's just crazy. And you know, people go through a lot of mental troubles, you know, dealing with that kind of lifestyle or dealing with any kind of lifestyle. So, um, Kanye is just no exception to that. Like, we gotta stop looking at these celebrities as like superheroes and not expecting them to be composed and poised at all times, especially when seriously traumatizing things are happening to them. You know, but I don't want to get into the whole, you know, do I feel he was right or wrong for what he's doing? You know, I'm not trying to get into that debate. I've done enough of that on Facebook and Twitter. I'm going to just focus on the documentary, which was amazing. Um, Cootie, Cootie um, Simmons, his uh, long-term video cinematographer, and uh, Chike Oza, which which they, um, along the way, we found out that he was working with MTV, and he worked on the um, Through the Wire video. He ended up joining the team to document Kanye's um, life and success and tragedies. You know, it was a beautiful series, like three parts, an hour and change each. I suggest you sit down and watch it, especially if you're one of those people that heavily criticizes Kanye. Like, definitely watch that. You'll understand why he's acting the way he's acting now because you'll see what he's been through. I love Donna in this. She she was a rock for him. You know, you know rest in peace, you know, Miss Donna West. That was his mom. She passed. Um, what we now know is due to medical malpractice, you know, which makes it even worse. Well, for me, like, just thinking about that, like, that just makes it even worse. Like, his mom was trusted to somebody to take care of her, then they didn't do their job properly, like, a job that they should know how to do without, you know, without, without fail, really, without fail. So, it's crazy. Um... I liked I liked it showed Kanye from like seventeen up until up until like twenty twenty one I believe or twenty or early twenty twenty two when he did that concert he did that concert we had the red on it was all white or all white stage um and it really showed like the the videographer side Cootie because Cootie and and Kanye they fell out after a while which I didn't even know I didn't like I knew about Cootie and I knew that his life was getting recorded you know because he had mentioned it more than a few times throughout the time you know of his career but you see you get a real look into cootie's life and how they fell apart and kind of got back together and then now it's kind of like awesome i see you when i see you kind of vibe you know so it's it's interesting to see i don't even want to talk too much about it because i don't want to spoil it for y'all so yeah um he's um genius it's spelled uh just go on netflix and then type kanye or just type genius it's spelled um, phonetically, um, G E E N hyphen Y U H S. Um, that's the phonetic, uh, spelling for it. You know, when you're trying to sound something out genius. Okay. Um, or pronounce something rather, rather than sound it out. Sound it out is kind of a old term, but, um, yeah, go see genius. It's on Netflix. Somebody got the password. Ask somebody for the password. If you bang with me like that, I might let you use the password, but you got to trade for me a password. All right. So moving on along, um, Lil Dirk, he said he was glad India had a low body count on the uh, Million Dollars Worth of Game podcast. That's what Gilly and Wallow 
Um, Gilly the Kid and his cousin Wallow. Wallow, if you don't know, is a motivational speaker. He spent like 20 years in jail. And now he's like a motivational speaker and he does the podcast. And then Gilly the Kid was is a um, well-known Philly rapper and Philly legend, you know. So um, he was on that podcast. They they did it in Chicago in, his, in one of Dirk's houses with all the homies and all that behind him and all that. And women, y'all, the women, you ladies, y'all went crazy over this. He said that um his girl India, he was glad that she had a low body count, you know, because he was like, who wants a girl that been with with ten with ten dudes or whatever. So my thing on that is like, if that's his preference, let him have his preference. We always talking about oh people need to mind their business and let people do what they do, but we always in somebody business. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it's very hypocritical for people to judge him over that when you don't want nobody, like, when, when you when you don't want nobody to judge you for your, you know what I mean, for your, uh, for your opinions. Like, if you didn't like it, you don't even have to engage with it. Or you can, you have every right to, but don't act, don't, don't sit on the high horse with it. Like, don't sit on the high horse, like, you, like, you can't be judged or nobody can say nothing about you, but you can say something about everybody else. That's not how this. That's not how it works. If you're gonna say something about somebody, somebody has a right to say something about you as well. All right. So, I think was calling me personally with body count. Like, honestly, as long as like she ain't fuck nobody I know, or none of my homies or nothing like that, then it's cool. If she fucks somebody I know, it has to be somebody I really don't really bang with like that, like on a daily basis. Because it's just like for me, it's too many fish in the sea to like for you to like. I can't. I like. I'm not gonna cuff. Like a girl that like my homie already you know been with sexually to me that's a little weird to me that's my opinion that's weird some people could do it but I can't do it you know that's why every you know I, I get my own women I deal with my own women none of the women I mess with um none of the women I've seriously okay let me put it like this none of the women I've been in a relationship with a real deep relationship with. Has you know any of my 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 man's mess with now? Am I Eskimo Bros? Meaning, have I fucked some of the same girls that my homeboys fuck? Yeah, of course, that happens. You know, we young men, we like to uh, we 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 spread the spread the seed, as you say. You know, as we say, you know, not not as in having a bunch of kids, but just you know, sowing sowing the oats. You know, you know, just just being young and being young and promiscuous. You know. Excuse me. So, yeah, um, that was uh, in- an interesting topic um, with Dirk. Um, my my take, my basically my overall take on that is like, mind your business. Let people do what they want to do. Why are y'all so pressed over what people want to do? Like that's that's super weird to me. That's super weird to me. How people. I like that. Like you, you, you really sit there and worrying about and having like heated, hot, passionate debates over what somebody else um prefers. Like that's kind of weird to me. And then um the internet is undefeated because they went and found like all of the dudes that she used to date. I guess I don't know if she if she if she fucked them, but definitely dudes that she was at least dating at the time because they had like the pictures of her. Of them all close up together, and it was definitely more than three dudes. So, but in the, the day, we don't know what she do with her pussy, and it ain't none of our business. So, 
y'all need to cut that shit out and mind your business. All right, so moving on, we got music. Um, and uh, to be completely honest with y'all, I haven't been listening to a lot of music, but I haven't been documenting it. Only so, like the only song I have here written on my notes is Ron Suno featuring Ross Swish in the second. Um, you know, I always gotta gotta, gotta love the New York drill. Gotta love the New York drill. Get, it gets you in the mood to to get shit done. You know, it puts you in that mood. Um, so for the music segment, basically all we got is um. I'm going to debut my new song, which is um called Michigan Freestyle. Like, I've been hearing a lot of, like, a lot of that um, Detroit rap for a little bit, and I like the beats. And so I made my best attempt at making, not my best attempt, but I made an attempt at making one of those kind of beats. And then I used the flow to rap over it, and the shit came out fire. Like, not even tooting my own horn. This is my best stuff since I started rapping again and making beats again like this is probably nah this is definitely my best stuff probably not the best beat but the beat was still fire but definitely like the bars is the bars is, is crazy and the, and the flow is crazy so um i'm not gonna do no more talking we're just gonna get right to the debut of me justice falls michigan freestyle Remember I was broke, mama cribby and ramen noodles Now I'm upstate with your bitch getting bop scoodles If you don't know what that mean and me getting head Don't expect to keep your bitch now if you ain't getting bread Run up on me, catch a scissor kick like fucking tea Body slim your ass to the pavement, can't fuck with me I don't pay attention to you niggas, got ADD I'm too busy crossing up niggas like CP3 You came home, girl, I know you told nigga to you the feds Pointed at your own fam, it was him with the dreads Know some real crooks that'll rock you like Shigaraki Rocky. Overhold your body, leave you dead like Sasaki Rhyming like I'm from Michigan, man, I'm from New York All you niggas eating off our style, I'ma take your forks I ain't worried about no beef or vegan, niggas know better I'm too busy stacking up chips and cow and cheddar I don't give a fuck who got next, I got it now You looking at the real deal, nigga, I'm D-Lo Brown Heard my name in the nigga mouth, I will Smith him Thought his name was Chris away, he rocked, that shit was vicious Sweet like it's delicious Homies over hoes, that's why you ain't got no bitches Had some homies close to me, switch up and now we distant I'ma stay focused on my goals, I see the vision Niggas see the come up, they get jealous, that cause division Only one option, cut them off, is the best decision My grind is insistent, bucking me on the head collision I am in my own lane, there is no competition to the greatest podcast you've never heard of the justice falls experiment now i hope you like that song you heard it here first it is currently distributing on all major platforms spotify apple music stitcher all of those are everywhere not stitcher but you know all the places that play music deezer and all of that my heart radio um you heard it here first it's also on soundcloud too soundcloud you can upload the song right away so you can listen to it on soundcloud too um yeah, but moving along, we're going to talk about body shaming. So this is a recurring topic, you know, you know, just in society. And it's probably going to be a current recurring topics on this podcast because my problem with a lot of things, a lot of terminology, a lot of quote unquote issues with society 
is that they're often one-sided, and body shaming is one of those. Because the fact of the matter is, to a large majority of people, um, body shaming is okay when it comes to men. When it comes to women, it's not. We we all laughed at that video of the short guy, you know, airing his grievances about, you know, being short and not being, not having the same, you know, opportunities as people that's taller than him and people were just laughing at him. And I think that that, I didn't laugh at that video. I thought that video was fucked up. I know that was years ago, but it's a shining example of how, you know, let that have been a, a flat-chested woman complaining about tits, then... You know, we'd be like, oh, my God, I, I know her story. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's it's corny. Now, granted, short dudes can thrive. Like, one of my homies is short, and he, he, he'd be knocking them out the park. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't even, you know, that's not even, it's not a detriment, but it is a detriment because of the fact that, you know, people will just automatically pass on you if you're a fat guy, if you're a, if you're a guy that doesn't really have a lot of money, if you're a guy that, uh, you know, you're not, you don't have a six pack, you know, you know, things of that nature. Um, but if a woman is out of shape, if a woman is broke, if a woman is, uh, you know, whatever, you know, we're, we're supposed to just accept them as they are. And I think everybody should be accepted as they are. Like, if we're going to talk about body shaming with men, we got to talk about women with men. If we're going to talk about, if we're going to talk about misogyny, we got to talk about misogynoir, which we, which we don't, uh, no, not misogynoir, misandry, which we don't talk about, which is basically, which is pretty much the opposite of um, misogyny. So I'm not, I me personally, I'm not accepting any of these terminology, any of this terminology until it applies to everyone, to, to, to all, all and everyone, you know? So there's a lot of hypocrites out there that'll say one thing and do another, you know? And <laughs> it's going to be, it's, it's going to be more apparent when we get to this next topic, but I, I wanted to stick on body shaming for a bit because I just think that it's, it's, it's ridiculous, you know? Um, I don't think anybody should be judging anybody because we none of ain't none of us perfect. We all got something to we all got something that we can say about someone else. But that don't mean you should. I mean, what does that what value does my thing is like what are you doing to add value to society? How does telling somebody that they're fat and they're short add to the add to society? Now, you could tell somebody that they're fat because they might not be aware, but if you add on, hey, you know, maybe you should try going to the gym. You know, it's it's not that expensive. You know, you see people paying men and women, men and women. Let's not let's keep it a thousand. You see men and women paying for surgeries when all you have to do was spend the what what is it? My my um Planet Fitness membership is twenty four dollars a month and forty dollars a year. So you're looking at. You're looking at uh, what is that? I don't, I don't know what that is. Like a hundred and like two hundred something dollars a year. Way put it like this: way less than, way less than um, what you call it um, than getting all of these liposuctions and BBLs and things of that nature. And you know what I'm saying? So it's just ridiculous how people come at thing, come at people for they they come at people for things that they can't change, which would be like height. Or like, 
the size of your like the like the like something you can't change without without genetic without altering your body through surgery. You know, people people come at things like that. When it comes to things you can change without without the surgery, like your weight and your overall appearance, then that's seen as if you talk about that, that's seen as wrong. I think and I think that just stems from people just being in denial and not being honest with themselves. Like, you know, and not being able to take criticism but oh but they could dish it out. But they can't take it. It's 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 ridiculous. Like I, I just wish that uh we could we could all just take the blinders off and just realize that like nigga, you ain't perfect. So you shouldn't be talking about nobody. If it ain't constructive criticism, keep your mouth shut. Like seriously. Like nobody nobody cares what you have to say if you're gonna be talking constantly talking shit about somebody as if you're perfect because you're not. You're really not, and you never will be, never have been, never will be. All right? So that brings me to the uh, the, the shining example of, of this podcast today and, and, and the main topic that I wanted to get to. I should have talked about it first, but I wrote it down here on the notes towards the bottom. Um, and that is Will Smith smacking the ever-loving shit out of Chris Rock over the G.I. Jane joke at the Oscars. That was crazy, and I see a lot of y'all going crazy over over that. And it's like, bro, honestly, we want to talk about a real man and all of this and all of that, but honestly, my version of a real man is him going backstage and him being like, listen, bro, I don't like what you said. I'm going to need you to apologize. If you don't apologize, we're going to scrap. That's how I would have handled it. That's what's quote-unquote a real man to me you don't go on the stage and basically sucker punch the guy i say sucker punch because you know he wasn't going to do nothing about it had that been shook knight up there he wouldn't have did that had it been jason moma the rock somebody with a more imposing physique i bet i bet all the money in my savings all the money i ever made in my life that he wouldn't have went up on that stage and i'm a fan of will smith i bought his book i i emulate his style you know with you know whatever i can you know and I'm just overall a fan of Will Smith, but I think that that was corny. I understand why he did it. Don't get me wrong. I understand why he did it. It's a, it's a buildup. It's, it's an amalgamation of emotion, deep emotion that you felt. People playing with your name, your wife, you know, talking and talking. He had never admit it, but your wife over here talking, talking crazy about you and all this other stuff and, and people people talking crazy about your marriage and your wife and all of that. And and it just culminated within that joke. And if you get the joke, if you, I don't think I don't even think he caught it at the time, but like you know the if you know the plot of G.I. Jane, she also cheated on her man. So <laughs> you know, and she also shaved her head and cheated on her man. So that was a that was a crazy joke. But um and he got up and did that. What I what I what I find funny is how people regret to mention uh, in the same show, in the same show, early in the show, Regina um was it Regina Hall? Yeah, Regina Hall. She made a joke about um people like infidelity and things of that nature. And she mentioned Will Smith. She was like, I know you're not single, but I mean, I think Jada says it's okay, so you can come up here. And they they, and they laughed it off. I didn't see Jada get up and go smack her. You see? So if we want to go that route and talk about, oh, defend your honor, defend your love, that was a woman. Jada's a woman. She didn't go up there and smack her. But we don't talk about that, do we? We don't, right? 
You see, that's the that's the that's the uh, double standard bullshit I was talking about with the last topic with the with the body shaming. Okay, so if we're gonna if we're gonna have that energy, let's keep that energy across the board for both sides. You feel me? Like what he did was wrong. He even said what he felt what he what he did was wrong. And he acted out of emotion, and that's not the man that he's trying to be. You feel what I'm saying? So let's 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 really get down to the nitty gritty. Let's get out of our feelings and let's look at things for what they are and for how they happen and what was said from the people that were involved in it instead of what you would have did because what you would have did might not not always be the best option. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of a lot of y'all would have went up there and probably smacked them. And you'd be looked at the same way Will Smith is being looked at by a lot of people now. Notice all of the people that are saying, oh, good job, Will, good job, Will, are honestly not the most scrupulous of people, you know. <laughs> let's, let's let's keep it real. They have their own history, so it's like, you know what I mean? Like, you really got to look at it like, I get why you did it, but nah, bro, that wasn't the right call. Especially some another black brother, you go on the TV like that, and you're going to smack another black brother. Knowing he can't hit you back, knowing he was, knowing he had to stay professional. Like, come on, bro. Now that that, that was corny. That was that was corny because I guarantee, you, like, if that was he wouldn't have smacked me like that. He wouldn't have smacked Tupac like that. He wouldn't have smacked, uh, like I said, Suge Knight, Jason Momoa, The Rock, any imposing figure type person. He wouldn't have did that. So I promise, I fucking promise you, he wouldn't have like. I'll put the I'll I'll die. I'm y'all want to talk about dying on hills? Uh, that that's a hill I'm willing to die on. Straight like that. So um, yeah, Chris he put out the statement that he apologized after. Um, now the 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 academy is looking into it. They're looking at you know punishments for Will, which include like uh, revoking the which could include revoking the the grant the Oscar or not allowing him to come back next time because. Apparently he was asked to leave in by the by the people by the academy and they said no. Why they didn't just get security to grab him up and haul him out? I don't know. Maybe they didn't want to embarrass him, but they said they asked him to leave and he said no. So, you know, if he get that Oscar taken, that's on him. That's him. You have you can't people say freedom of speech. People, I see a lot of people sharing freedom of freedom of speech does not equal freedom of uh, consequence. That applies to what the academy, because what the academy can do to them too. You had you 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 had every right to go up there and defend your wife or whatever. Have y'all want to word it and dress it up? Now the Oscars Academy, they, the Academy has every right to take your Oscar from you. Like, let's, that's what I'm saying. Like, let's keep that energy across the board. Like, people don't know how to keep that same energy. They only want these rules and regulations of life to apply when it's convenient for them. And that's corny, and that's why I don't really fuck with a lot of people, you know, so... God bless. God bless all around. Chris Rock said Chris Rock also put out a statement. He said that uh, he was shocked and he was still processing it. And, you know, a lot of people jumped to his defense. A lot of celebrities and comedians jumped to his defense and called Will and t told Will what he did was stupid. And even Will, again, he put out a state. He put out his apology to Chris and and he said he was wrong. So honestly, if you're arguing against that, then you're legitimately you're you're objectively wrong like that is 
objectively, you're wrong. The man who committed the action himself admitted that he was wrong. You know, so you you are objectively wrong if you're saying what he did. If he went up there and did the did the right thing, so if you're okay with being objectively wrong, then cool, you know. But that's that. That's all. That's that's that on that. All right. So boom. How? Oh no no, no we're not gonna do that one yet. Um, we're gonna talk about Fanduel. Fanduel. Okay. So Fanduel Sportsbook. Um, sports betting has become illegal in uh, illegal. Sports betting has become legal in the state of New York. Um, when I think it was a couple years ago, I'm looking it up. Give me a second. New York sports betting became legal. Let me see. Da, 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 da. Okay, New York allowed New Jersey to race. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, that's some that's some legal shit. <laughs> uh, oh, here we go. We found some juicy information. Okay, cool. Um, New York approved in-person betting, in-person sports betting back in 2013, but experienced a lull between the laws passing and the Supreme Court's decision in 2018. The first legal sports wager came in 2019, according to ESPN. And online betting will be illegal January will be legal beginning January 8th. So as of January 8th this year, um, sports betting has been proved legal. So now all of us men and women and whomever is getting on this app called FanDuel. FanDuel for me is the best app for if you want to do any type of sports betting or fantasy stuff because it's, it's it's very simple very easy to use they support they their support is 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 wonderful i had trouble verifying my address and they every time i called it was like okay we're just gonna reset your account you could try again go ahead and they let me do it because i recently moved because it, it wasn't verifying because i guess in the system something wasn't right but we got it right i've been betting you know i've been hearing some licks i've been hearing some licks i'm not gonna lie to y'all been hearing some licks and i'm not gonna lie to y'all i've been i've hit a streak of losing days like i've lost like three days in a row after winning my first two so you know but it's fun it's fun i like i'm not gonna say this is a podcast that promotes gambling because gambling can become an addiction but what i'm saying is if you know the sport that you're betting on you could bet limited money low risk and you can have a high reward like let's say if i bet fifty dollars on a certain um bet or a certain bet like a certain player scoring a certain amount of points or a certain team winning and i build what's called the parlay like i build like okay the nuggets gonna win the, J- the jets gonna win the falcons gonna win like you know like whatever team i know that's basketball and football mixing together but like you know whatever team you could do a whole each one is called a leg you know, and that and that bet what I'm talking about would be a money line bet. You're betting on which team which team is gonna win. So I could bet like fifty dollars and when I could potentially win depending on the odds of who's gonna win or of who Vegas has winning or not, you could win hundreds to thousands of dollars. And if you don't win, all you missed out on was fifty dollars. Because that fifty dollars would have got spent on what, liquor, food, give it to your baby mama your baby daddy give it to your kids some v bucks for their Fortnite. you know what i'm saying so like if you're willing to just blow the 50 on that then fuck it blow like do some bets you know get in there get in there and start betting i know when you sign up 
when you sign up, you can um you can get some free money. I have a referral link. I'll put the referral link in the um in the bio for this. But yeah, so I'm telling you, FanDuel is is it could low key become another stream of income if you if you hit a few bets like last night we uh, me and my boys we we bet on like all the underdogs winning for basketball. It was like eleven games. And if we would have hit that, we'd have won like we'd have won like over thirty grand. Like off a ten, like off a ten dollar bet, like you shitting me. I don't even think it was ten dollars. I think it was like five dollars, cause, and we was doing good too. A lot of the under those when we hit like, we hit like six legs, like six legs in a row out of. So that's over half. We was almost done. We just needed five more teams to win, and then the, the Celtics lost to the um the damn um. What you call it? Uh, the Celtics lost to Miami. Or something like that. Yeah, we bet for the we bet for the favorites. Celtics lost Miami, so we lost that bet. And then uh, the under the underdogs, we bet, I forgot which team blew it for us, but but some team blew it for us after we didn't hit like six legs. Like it's crazy. Like six 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 underdogs out of the eleven that we needed one. So it's like it's kind of exciting. It, it's kind of aggravating too. Like I'm not I'm not gonna say you're gonna get on there and win all the time, but. It's both fun and aggravating. So, I mean, if you have any disposable income, money or money that you was going to just blow on stupid shit anyway, sneakers or video games or whatever, try it out. You can win some big money. I paid some bills when I hit that lick. I hit the first lick I hit was like 800. And then I hit another lick like 2,000. So I won, a, I won over over a G in, in, in two days. And I've probably, I probably haven't even lost that much yet from what I've bet in the three days that I've been losing. So... Fuck it. I got some bills paid, though. You know what I mean? So, try it out. FanDuel. All right. So, now we down to the nitty-gritty. We down to our very last topic. Um, How the move is going thus far. So, I know I mentioned it earlier. Um, And the move is going great. I've been up here for now. As of... Uh, as of... What's today? Today's Thursday. So, as of Saturday, I'll have been here for two months. And... No, I'm bugging. As of Saturday, I'll have been here for one month. And it, it feels good. It feels good. It feels like two months. Like, I, I really don't even like going anywhere. Like, I've been down to the city so many times since I moved here. It's crazy. Like, I've been down to the city. I've been out to Jersey. Like, I haven't really had time to just sit in the crib and just be here, locked up here for, not locked up, but, like, settled. Woo, excuse me. How do you settled, settled in here for, like, a month. Or, or over over a few weeks without going back down. I'm about to go back down for my birthday weekend because my birthday is next week, April 7th. Aries gang, you heard? So, like, I haven't even really been here. Like, I've just been fixing it up. I bought a little bar cart, you know, put some, you know, put put some of my, some, some of my spirits and liquors in there. Right now, I got, I'm looking at it right now. I got um, some Bacardi Superior and... Some Jack Daniels honey. Just had that chilling there, you know. And I got some stuff coming today. I got I got got my dinner table. I got my stream setup that I'm sitting at right now. I got my entertainment setup that I'm was right to my right, you know. I got the 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 disco lights or whatever the the light table the LED lights, you know. My room is looking dope. My kitchen looking dope. Like I got. A shoe rack and a coat hanger coming, like, 
it's lit. Like I, I'm, I'm really enjoying my time here, and I and I really don't want to move from here. <laughs> I can see myself living here for some years, so it's lit here. So, um, if y'all want to send me a, a housewarming gift, you can at any point. It can be monetary, it can be physical, whatever you would like. I would appreciate it, and it will help. And I will, you know, and I will love you forever. So, you know, holla at me. All right, and we have hit the end of the pod. Wow, wow. We we I'm I'm really getting I'm really getting nice with this pod and stuff, ain't I? Really getting real nice. I'm getting in. I'm getting out. You know. So right now I'm gonna hit y'all with some Zen as I often do, and this Zen comes from none other than Chris Rock. You know I had to do a quote. I wasn't gonna do a Will Smith quote. I had to do a Chris Rock quote for this scenario. So here we go. Um, it says, I don't get high, but sometimes I wish I did. That way, when I mess up in life, I can have an excuse. But right now, there's no rehab for stupidity. A very fitting quote. A very fitting quote for the scenario that that uh, that occurred. I'm, I'm going to say it again. I don't get high, but sometimes I wish I did. That way, when I mess up in life, I would have an excuse. But right now, there's no rehab for stupidity. You know, I know you probably wish he was high when Will Smith smacked the shit out of him, <laughs> but um, I don't think he messed up there. I think like there's no rehab for stupidity. I think what Will did was stupid. The way he went, the way he went about it was stupid. In his mind, like the rationale, the rationale was stupid. Okay, defend your wife, da 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 da, whatever, whatever, whatever. But just looking at the whole scenario as a whole, and then you take his apology with it, like it was stupid what he did. You know, there's no in. Like, in that moment, there was no rehab for stupidity. I know his publicist came up to him to try to calm him down and all of the, or uh, Denzel and them and, and Morgan Freeman, whoever else was over there, tried to calm him down. But that was just a stupid thing that he did. And uh, I'm glad he, he, he was man enough to sit there and apologize. And I'm glad that Chris Rock was man enough to take that on, literally take that on the chin and remain professional. Because now, look, he on tour with Kevin Hart. So his store, so his sales going up. He his sales been going up since he uh since he what's the name since he got slapped. So that bless blessings come to you in the weirdest ways. He got smacked and embarrassed on TV, and now he got more. They sold one of his uh PR people said they sold more overnight after the slap than they did in the past previous months. That's a blessing right there, if nothing else. So. You really got to look at things when you're in these certain situations and you got to say, is it worth it? That's what I do because I'm the most turned. I'm one of the most turned up motherfuckers out that ever that ever came out. But I'm at a point in my life where it's like. I have to pick my battles and I have to be smart and. I'm trying to make a name for myself. I can't be out here fighting people, risking going to jail and stuff. Because had that been any, had that been somebody else he slapped, they probably would have pressed charges on him. Let's be real. You know, or they would have fought him back now. You scuffling, somebody gets hurt. You know what I mean? Like, you got to think about all, all the possibilities. I know it's easy for me to sit here in my crib, you know, miles away and not do it. But I'm a type of person that's been in a lot of scuffles, a lot of altercations. And the shit is not worth it, bro. It's like, it's trash, bro. It's like, there's it, no way that you can do that. Like, unless somebody's blatantly, like, physically disrespecting you, 
and things of that nature. Because to me, right now, you can't say nothing. You really can't say nothing to me. It's only a few things you can say to me that'll make me like go crazy and want to hit you. But you know, but to me, these days, like, long as you don't touch me, say whatever you want. As long as you don't touch me, I don't care. Like, it's whatever, you know. So there's that. There's that on that. So. So yeah, we out of here, y'all. So um, again, I'm on. I'm on all. I need y'all to follow that gaming page, YouTube.com/slash/c/slash/justicexfalls. That I need to get to a thousand subscribers. I'm at two forty seven right now, so we're not doing too good on that end. But uh, please, uh, if you like my gaming content, go ahead, at least. I would. I would. I would ask you to at least go. If you're listening to this right now, at least go check it out. If you like it and you want to see more, please go watch more. And subscribe if you would like to. If if you would like to, I'm not forcing you to, you know. And I only want people to subscribe if they really, you know, mess with the content. Cause they, there's no, it's no. I can have a million subscribers, but if there ain't nobody watching it, nobody's engaging with it, then I can't really build a community, can I? All right. So go ahead and follow me on there. If you want to talk and debate about anything we've uh, discussed, you can hit me up on Twitter. Which is Impart Justice, I M P A R T underscore Justice, J U S T I C E. And we could chop it up. We could definitely chop it up. All right. But um, that's it. That's what we got for today. So uh, this has been the uh, Good Your Boy Justice Falls, and this has been the greatest podcast you've never heard of The Justice Falls Experiment.